This is episode 290 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dio Morales, and today I'm joined by Marcel. Do not go where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path left to travel. And that's where you'll find Waldo. Manzano, and by the sorry. Way, anybody who understands that reference to why it's where you find Waldo, good on you. Will is sick today, so we'll not be here. Hakewood. Ryan, learning that December is going to be a busy month for at least 18 more years. Staniszewski. Yes, when you're, because it's winter time, you can't take advantage of your back patio. You have to split birthday parties into two weekends to cover the entire family. And then also assuming as maybe some of the family tends to show up a little less over the years and Holly gets older, then it's going to be friends that come over. And then after those two birthdays are done, then you go right into Christmas season. You got to do all that. And it's it's busy. (laughs) That's going to be a busy time for sure. Yep. Well, um, today, what are we what are we talking about today? Well, um, we have some community events that I want to give shout outs to. I also want to talk about uh, what is the next upcoming thing we have going on here at Gold Squadron. If you're watching on video uh, and if you're on our Discord, I, I I'm starting to hype up our next thing, which is right there, which I won't say yet if you're just listening, because I'll, I'll tell you when uh, when we get there. Uh, but our podcast today is brought to you by our amazing patrons who are allowing us to put on the event that we do have coming up here uh, in the new year. So as for uh, community events for shout outs, um, coming up in February, uh, just a quick shout out to the Cherokee Open. Uh, our good friend uh, Stephen Parker from Dad Gaming was like, hey, you know, I'm helping run this. Would you mind uh, giving a shout out? Absolutely. So that's happening. Uh, it is not an official event. It is just for uh, just for funsies. But, I mean, that's why we play X-Wing. So uh, if you're interested in doing that, I believe that's in one of the Carolinas. I am blinking right now. Help me out. Somebody. Nope. Nope. One Anybody? Of the Carolinas? I'm pretty sure it's one of the Carolinas. And, and it's going to be north or south. Cherokee? You say Cherokee? Cherokee. I think north. Panic. Yes. North See, Carolina. North Carolina. Hey, we did it. We did it. The Cherokee Open, North Carolina. And uh, that is happening February 24th to the 26th. So if, uh, if you're local to the area or want to make a trip out for X-Wing, have a good time. North Carolina, Cherokee, North Carolina. Um, also, which this is going to be basically getting into our topic for today. Let's let's start with that. We're today we're talking about faction rankings. I put a, a shout out to everybody on the Discord today. I was like, hey, faction rankings. What are your thoughts? I, I really think we're in a way too early stage, and I, I'm calling this right now way too early ranking. So, uh, for anybody who wants to you know tag and be like, you guys were wrong. We are saying. This is our best guest today because there's so much content that just dropped over the last how many weeks? We got, what, what, what are Ryan? What are all the releases we've had over the last few weeks? Uh, within a month, we had the Battle of Yavin, uh, the first set of standardized cards from Rebels and Empire, and we had five new pilots for every new faction, a la Hotshots Aces Two. And then we had Siege of Coruscant for the Republic and the Separatists that also added all of those standardized cards. 
That's a lot, actually. That's a lot of ton of content. Probably the most amount of new content we've gotten for X-Wing since before COVID, at minimum. If not, maybe even, like, before that, like, start of 2.0. And because, and because essentially those are card packs, right? Like, they have to come with a lot of things. It's not just, like, a single ship that got released and you got, like, oh, we just got to really deal with, like... You know, five new pilots. No, there's so many. There's so ma- there's so much stuff. Um, and basically, right now, we're kind of trying to use a little bit of what we what we personally feel, what we've seen out there, uh, and how maybe the meta might evolve. What factions might stay strong, continue to evolve here, uh, especially going into three. Um, no, actually, I'm going to say four big events happening in the next few months. So our next world qualifier, we have the Las Vegas Open that we're going to be at, uh, streaming live there. And then we have our uh, the uh, Kyber Team Series. I know that it's a team event, but the meta does affect the list that end, in, that end up going into uh, that event. We have, of course, the World Championships happening in March with who knows if we're getting any content going from January to March. And we have our now newly announced Sector Series, the Gold Squadron Sector Series. Um, here is just a quick synopsis on what this is. There's going to be four sectors. These are essentially when can you play time ranges saying hey if you can play from here to here sign up for this sector and this is my kind of answer to attempting to find a balance between predictability and um flexibility this kind of balance so you have one week to play your game it's a league style uh type of championship you can play a different list every week if you want to you could play the same list every week if you want to um the whole thing for me is about giving people opportunities to play uh and again that balance between flexibility and predictability both in one so super excited about it we have some prize support that we're we're, we're putting together now um but you can kind of see the style in which we're going for here um yeah super excited about it now i'll, I'll throw it to uh, ryan and marcel any questions that come to mind immediately when it comes to the sector series well how much information was given out i guess is the um you know the uh the the because i you've you've answered some of my questions and right i just don't know how much of that has actually made it up well public. well i mean i i'll i will be for the people on the podcast if you're listening to the show i'll give you i'll, I'll spill beans here i'm fine it's fine so this is what i said on, on this court i said number one it's free okay doesn't cost you anything you just gotta sign up okay it's gonna be running the uh, second thing it's gonna be running from january through march Next, you play one game a week. We talked about the lists already, and uh, we already talked about how you chose your sector. And we're going to get a top four from each sector, which will create our top 16, and we will crown our sector series champion. I think it's pretty pretty self-explanatory and and I was trying to uh, like I said, I, I think I'm hoping that this answers the problem between like 
Now, I will tell you, we're still going to run into that same uh, predictability problem when we get to the top 16, but at least that's eight games, like that's 16 people only to deal with rather than everybody. <laughs> oh, I have we'll a fun see. question. Yeah. Does anything that, that matter in the results of Sector Series influence potential future price support? Yes, absolutely. So each each cha the champion of each sector just like we did in the uh, galactic championships will affect whatever the alt art cards are so there will be uh sector series champion cards so there'll be a total of uh, of five so we have the four sector winners and then whoever ends up winning the the whole thing so if you want a cool alt art card of, of a new new pilot or pilot you've liked for a while you need to win with it. That's right. <laughs> Incentive. That's right. That's right. And, I'm, and, you know, I was looking for – my hope is that this does another thing is this is another way for those uh, – for for the casual players just to have something to do if they, they're looking for it. But also our competitive players out there, if you're looking for reps, you know, this is a great place to do it. Like it, this is going to be a competitive event and, um, you know – it doesn't lock a weekend Saturday. I know that some people, uh, when I was talking to about it, were like, oh, but the, the weekends, you just kind of got it all done. I was like, yeah, I understand that. But we're trying it a different way. We're kind of trying to take the best of both worlds, put them together. Should be a good time. All right. So with that, we got a lot of meta analysis coming forward in, in the future. We got a lot of lists, and I'm hoping that we can start this whole process by talking just about factions. Talking about factions. Um, what I'd like to start with is a very – I'm going to call it a simple question. Marcel, what faction do you believe is the best right now? Do you have a just like – boom this is this is the best yes um so i do have i i do have a rank in it and uh i did a i did my homework today as you can tell by our document mm -hmm. um but um so there is a ranking and i think what separates the top let me say five i'm gonna say the top five mm-hmm is in my ranking what separates which is the correct ranking of course well, of course <laughs> what separates the top five is is versatility um and basically how many choices you get because in the top five i think you get and actually in all seven to be to, to be fair um you get lists that have the potential to win tournaments so i don't think there is a any faction that is not that does not have the necessary pieces to be able to not only compete but to compete make cut and win tournaments there's just uh some that might give you a little bit more uh variety in how to achieve that victory or mm -hmm. give you more leeway in terms of oh i made a mistake um and and basically not lose the game because because you forgot a trigger or you you set a wrong dial for for a turn so that's i think what separates it which is which is actually a pretty healthy place to be but to answer your question yes there is a number one um that i think has the most flexibility versatility uh the most options on going either 
a large number of ships or small amount of ships and is very forgiving to um, to making mistakes which for me is the empire okay all right what what are you thinking ryan just just top faction right now just i know empire swish <laughs> <laughs> me it wasn't even a to me that one's like what, the first thing i was able to figure out to me right now right empire's number one uh so many things stand out as being uh good value good efficient um and not I, I keep trying to separate the idea of the word efficiency in the past. The way X-Wing players have used it is always to coin term kind of your broad amount of ships maybe spamming a certain chassis type as being the efficiency lists. Well, everything could be efficient as a descript as a describing factor. But right. There's a lot of things in Empire that stand out. It's like you can get back your points for what you can do, whether it be offensively or offensively against the opponent or objectively to get your points back contributing to the objective towards winning the game um a lot of it came from the oven pack that was a home run for the empire realistically i think what? it's going to have a large impact going forward in not only the empire list building but also uh everyone should make sure that you have a plan of some type what to going off against uh, some type of Vader and Mauler and Backstabber. The boys. Vader and the boys. You gotta be prepared. <laughs> now, what, what is it about... Uh, we'll talk about that Vader specifically. I mean, Vader has shown up in many different ways, right, in, in the game. What about the Yavin Vader is, is, is going to make the impact? Like, why, why, why that one? So that one, not necessarily saying that's going to be the best one. We, I have no idea what the best one is yet. It could still be a traditional X1 Vader. It could be Defender Vader, like we saw Phil win with it at PAX. Um, but I think uh, Yavin Vader is probably going to be more popular because it gives you more to work with in the list. You can build more list permutations because he's six points, not seven or nine. There's more... Um, high, higher value things you can mix in with that Vader, whether it is Mauler, Backstabber, so even after having putting in Mauler and Backstabber, uh, after six for uh, Vader, seven for those two, you still got seven points left, which is a sizable amount. You get a four point and a three point. You get a five point and a two point. You could just slap down a Mordecai and say seven. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yep. Um, I think it's going to be the most popular because it's cheaper, can fit more stuff, and it realistically is good. Um, getting Vader Defender's ability on a ship that can also use its Force tokens defensively—that um, that that Vader gets all hits just as commonly as Defender Vader does. Um, it's extremely accurate. Sure, it's very well predicated on the target lock, but there's definitely times where like. I don't have a lock, but I'll, I'll do a 4K or a Talon roll. Afterburners into something range one, it's going to be three hits. Right. <laughs> really not going to be three hits. People, not a lot of things like to see three successful results. Especially off of a ship that can do it consistently, right? It's just yeah. – it's, it's, you, you, it's, you are surprised when Vader doesn't have three. Correct. Um, and that Vader, um, it's not unkillable, but he can very easily make up – 
the six points. Like, so, if you destroy the seven point Vader, or definitely the nine point Defender Vader, um, higher, much higher chance of winning. It's it's weird how that one extra point gap between the six and the seven makes that Vader not expendable, but less hurtful when he dies in your list. Um, because you need to have spent all that time trying to kill the Vader, which is a six health Vader, three shields, three hull, with hate. So if you're trying, because you're not going to take him out in one big swing, but it, the multiple attacks you take at him, some damage that goes through is just the mods he's still just going to keep around with force. Sure, he can't mitigate his blanks. So what? It happens. And then you're ignoring the rest of the list. And the longer you let Mauler and Backstabber live in keep allowing them to shoot with three die attacks with what they can do, that's also dangerous. So you can definitely put a lot of things in Empire that can command respect and force you to make difficult target priority decisions. All right, so let's we're going to move on over to our chart where we're keeping track of this. So uh, I'm, I'm in the same boat with you guys. I really do think that, um, that the Empire right now is... Is on top for all the reasons you said, and I, I feel like for the Empire that they have the most number, even going into the going into this current rendition of the metal with all this new stuff, they had the most, it felt like they had the most amount of options to build a list going into it. You, you got a lot more variety. And, um, you know, lots of, even though it's like a lot of different TIE fighters, but that's still like, that's, that's a, that's a big deal on top of you had the decimators, which were being successful, um, as well, the TIE reapers, um, and, you know, obviously defenders, X ones, uh, TIE strikers, like there was a lot of variety of Imperial ships that were doing really well. And, and, um, just want to make sure that we put a couple ships out there that are standouts mm -hmm. um one of them is I, I believe that they now have the best coordinator in the game magna squad leader plus you know whatever cannon you want on them uh, mm. usually heavy laser cannon uh that's a three-point coordinator that can also stay focused and if you just happen to pair with Aiden, then it's going to be there for the majority of the game it's 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 it's, it's a bad target to shoot I'm um, still a fan of Countdown for all the reasons. And then also you have a, a force, inter a tight interceptor with two force and 14 loadout. Like that is, I mean, that, that is insane. Cheaper than Sunterfell. Better than Sunterfell. And cheaper than Sunterfell. It's, it's, just, it's just insane uh, when you get on it. But then again, um, everything else that you guys that you guys said is just no. Uh, but but I wanted to make sure that we call out that three point coordinator. You can't beat it. <laughs> Icing on the cake. Now, the other thing that we've done with a lot of our our rankings when we talk about different pilots and ships is not only do we give a number one, number two. There's also kind of tiers. Can we all say that we would agree that the Empire is S tier? They're they're going super. Yes. All right. And I think for, for anybody who's maybe unfamiliar with why we do this, the it's not just the order that matters. 
because by the time we get to seven, there have been times historically where that seventh faction is compared to the top faction is so bad that you shouldn't take it. But there's also been situations where that seventh faction really overall isn't that far away from the top. And that's where we try to get this differentiation with the letter ranking as well as one through seven. All right. So, Marcel, what is your second place? My second place is the Galactic Republic. Galactic Republic. What about you, Ryan? I don't know if me and Marcel have agreed for this long at a point in time. I also have Galactic Republic in second. Hey, look, there's a lot of force at the top right now. What do you know? <laughs> um, and for myself right now, I don't have the Republic at second. I have the Rebellion at second, but... I will tell you, the Galactic Republic's not that far behind. <laughs> All right, Ryan, why? Why is – you know, actually, let me, let me give you a different question first. Is it S tier? Is the Galactic Republic on the same tier, on that same level with the Empire? Not right now, and I, I, I don't know if and when it could be. Um, there are pieces that may need to fit the puzzle together co together correctly. It's it, it's got some it, the substance is there. The ingredients are there. It's finding the correct order of operations maybe to get it to S. I don't know if it's going to hit S on as wide scale of an entire faction. I think there's enough stuff within Republic where I'm like I'm never taking that chassis. Whereas mm -hmm. Empire, there's not as much of that to where I'd say A tier. I don't, I don't foresee a, a near future where I take a Republic Y-wing, a Naboo Starfighter, a Z ninety-five. Yeah, that's that's kind of where the probably not considering taking almost mm. ever currently mm -hmm. territory. Torrent not from Siege of Coruscant, <laughs> an Ark not from Siege of Coruscant. Very specific pack that helps out this uh, this faction a bit. All right, what about you, Marcel? What grade are you giving the Galactic Republic? Um, this is a little... I'm very close to an S. Very. I don't think they're an S, but it's. I'm gonna give them an A plus. A plus. I'm gonna give I'll, them a plus. I was gonna give you the option of S minus or A plus. You know. Um. Let me think. Would you rather go S minus? S is S. You don't do pluses and minuses. No. Uh, S is just top tier. All right, I'm got gonna it. say A plus. It's. I, I think they're closer to. Um, to the Empire than. Than what Ryan. Was was saying? I think there 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 are, you know, one of one of the things they they don't have as many ships, as many they don't have as much variety mm -hmm. uh, in in what you can put in there. 
Um, but the 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 number of ways that you can still that, that you can build out even with the limited number of ships that they have that are viable still gives you just a ton of different um options of how to play the game you can play the game beefy you can play the game ac you can play the game um a little bit of mix and match there there's still a lot of options that you can take and still be successful with it and what i think separates the republic from everything else right now including the um the empire what it does better than the empire other than more force is the the mods not just from the lat you can have all all of the mods that the lat provided and all of the benefits that the lat provided without actually putting the lat on there now uh with the siege of coruscant with being able to share tokens offensively uh you put something like um like jag wolf uh and a couple of these other ships you can basically build a siege of coruscant only list that uh ignores range one uh, attacks at you or or allows your range three to be you know only against the normal mod uh, basically everyone will be double modded because this ship shoots which means that ship gets a target lock and that ship gets a target lock it means this ship gets a target lock and you don't have to do like funny games like you do with with corn and, and and the rebels and stuff like that in order to make that happen it just happens it's natively oh uh wolf shot and i am at range two of them okay i'll take a target lot and you know it's it's just so much and and at four points it's just uh it's, it's just a lot of different things and then one of the things that we haven't talked about in the um in the empire and now we're talking about uh synergy and we're talking about how well they play and how well they shoot and how well they defend but one of the things that we haven't talked about a lot is how do they play objectives mm -hmm. and the empire has a ton of different ways to play objectives they have ships that don't care about uh towing they have ships that you know they have medium base ships and or numbers in order to do um the, the you know the the yeah the control. objectives without having without without losing without offensive yeah, yeah there you go and the republic are in a similar spot especially with the hawks now um that and with the hawks and the, and the ability to share not the hawks i'm sorry with the arcs and the ability to share um defensive tokens they're they're in a similar spot now to be able to still have offensive modifiers defensive modifiers uh take actions and have big bodies to take up space and and, and do a lot of objective work um and i'm almost talking myself into s tier instead of a plus tier <laughs> uh they're they're just that that close all right all right so um i agree with everything you're saying in terms of the republic my worry for the republic is that there i feel that the the floor of the republic is higher than most factions because of how fragile those ships can be um so the reason why i have the rebellion here in the second spot is with the battle of yavin they did get a lot of different options some flexibility to uh to build their squads um 
but the, the rebellion has almost always been known for um, ships that that can survive an initial onslaught and kind of get enough to get the job done. And I look I look at the the rebellion and it's it's not fancy. It's it's not doing anything. I'm sorry if you're a big rebel fan. I don't think they do anything special, but I think they're really good at staying alive and delivering enough offense and having enough points to fit enough pieces in to do your objectives. Like I, I feel like that is the, um, the, the a nice balance that they have um, in in their squad, and specifically because they got some cheaper pieces with the Battle of Yavin, uh, which is because I, I would say if they didn't have the Battle of Yavin cards, I think they would I would have them and the resistance right next to each other for the same kind of reasons. It's just now Rebels has some uh, more efficiency pieces with uh, with three attack dice available. Uh, I'm going to put them at A tier, not at S tier, um, but that's the reason why I don't have the Republic there is I think less people can be success as successful with the Republic as they could do with rebels. You understand where I'm coming here? Does that, does that make sense? <laughs> we don't uh, agree with you. We're shaking but... our heads. <laughs> I, I, I only shake my hands. I'm like, I get you. I don't know if I agree with the logic, but yeah, that, that, that's, okay. that's where I am. All right, so um, let's go ahead. Sorry, Ryan, was there anything else you wanted to say about the Republic? No, no, I think we're good. I think Marcel covered a lot of it too, and you as well. All right, so Ryan, what's your third third level piece? Third level this faction. It's really, really muddy here. Uh, Resistance. Resistance. Yeah. Um, uh, this is not by any means a very strong answer. Basically, for me, like, the rest of the entire game is all like, I don't know, it's all a mush. <laughs> um, uh, mostly because of this actually solid showing they had at PAX. I know it's one event, but, you know. Um, I think there's a lot of good play with either YT or T70 Poe. Um, we have some... A lot of people have been focusing on the three-point A-wings, um, Warby and Merrill. I think there's really good reason to look at the A-Wings that went from 5 to 4. You got Tally, who still can take a Proton Torpedo at I-5. Right, she can take Lulo. a Proton uh, said a proton Torpedo? Yeah, she's got a Torp slot. What? Yeah, no more Missile slot. I'm kind of sad about that, because I like the Prockets. I like Torps. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Prockets are fun, too. Uh, you got Lulo at four, who's got a, who's got twelve loadout, who can take shield upgrade and a couple of talents. That seems that seems good at four. Like the four slot heroic shield upgrade makes a very tanky uh, Lulo. You don't take heroic and elusive. Pick one and then pick predator. Oh no Thanks. no no no! You keep that Lulo alive. Then take one of those and take predator. You don't need both elusive and heroic. Get out That's why you got MG nine or I'm nine G or whatever. You give them a reroll some other way. Okay. Um, so the four slot and resistance isn't now just Kaz, it's more stuff that matters. Um, we now have a T70 at four. Zay Versio, that's some value too. It's gaining that back to, as a filler. Filler at four, but like a T70 at four. 
Um, whether or not being lower than initiative four is a good thing right now is questionable. Um, Ray's still there. We know she's she hits like a truck all the time. Finn didn't change, and he's a val always a value at three points. Being as durable as he is, it takes so many shots to bring him down in a single turn. Uh, so that's a lot of things, stuff your opponent have to point at to get rid of it off the board. It's usually not worth it. So, uh, and Jarek, uh, the, the only downers to me is uh, the Y-Wings in general are still kind of eh. Um, it's, it's, I think there's there's still a bit of a concern. There's not even a three point one three point option there. Zori, sure, there's some alpha potential there, but I think there's better delivery systems for an alpha and resistance than Zori. Um, I think Zori just kind of bites it most of the time. Uh, so there, there's a lot of room to play with stuff, and I think uh, there's not a lot of set put like. When I mention Empire, I know there's Vader and the boys plus a couple things, whatever you want to mix in. There's Republic where you're like, all right, there's there's these Jedi and clones, the general list composition of four, five ships, depending on which Jedi you take, which clones you take. With Resistance, it's here's a lot of these strong pieces that have potential, and there's a lot of ways to put it together. I don't know what's right yet, but a lot of it looks competitively good. Let's not forget um, an amazing five-point ship which is finn and bb8 combined bb8 with oh the double pod yeah the double pod is a really good five points you get a lot they they combine they punch above their weight by by a significant amount yeah, they, they, that's also thing to consider you can't forget that in resistance you get a two-point ship which helps in list building all right, Marcel, what is your third level? Uh, so I was similar to Ryan, like, uh, and, and, oh, wait, I want to know Ryan's uh, grade. Oh, yeah, your grade, your grade for resistance. Oh, B. Oh, okay, so it jumps an entire tier. There's, there, nope, there's no A tier. <laughs> there After is... this, it's a whole lot of mud. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, so similar to Ryan, I was like, eh, on, uh, between resistance, I don't know what his uh, next one would be, but between the resistance and the rebels, they just do so much so similar. Um, however, I'm going to go with the rebel, uh, above the resistance solely for the purpose of, um, or solely for the reason, not purpose, solely for the reason of versatility you know one of the one of the things that i said early on that that i'm grading on is just not only you know how can they win i think all of them can win mm -hmm. but how many different varieties how many different effects um list varieties or archetype varieties can they win with i think the uh, the rebels have more with that their office strike is better uh with pops um with corn horn uh, of course, you've got Wedge and Luke, and then the Battle of Yavin Lando is just ridiculous. I mean, that is, that ship is 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 a monster at seven points. Um, Han. What did I say? Lando. Lando, yeah, Han. This my, my my brain heard Lando. Maybe my yeah. ears were wrong. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, Battle of Yavin Han. The Focus Evade and. Cord 
coordinate or reroll and just that, that that's that's a crazy ship then you also get um a lot of variety with with your four pointers you get you still get colby colby is is a really good notorious carrier in basically a very fast y wing that i mean very fast tech swing that can focus boost every turn uh still shoot three dice when it does so and and i think what changed more than anything else is just the the and what puts in my opinion the rebels above the resistance is that the a wings are finally i think for the first time well not for the first time because it, the a wings are head and shoulders above the resistance a wings the a wings that you that you have now with Tycho, uh with um ahsoka uh i actually don't like hera but with Tycho, ahsoka you just, you just broke some hearts there you just <laughs> well, i mean hera, i think Hera's a waste if, you, if, you, if you're using hera you're 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 wasting there's there's better points out there for right her. But um, yeah, and then also the the new zoomy zoom one, the the little sidey sloop one. That that Ew. one is really good. Yeah, that's a really good ship. So very, uh, there's a lot of variety that you can build either off a strike. Um, you can build a little bit of chunk. Uh, one of the, one of the ships that was just forgotten about. Actually, wait, even before the ships that were forgotten about, they got Luke. I mean, Luke Skywalker. That, that ship is always going to be good and it's still good they've got wedge even though um if you guys see it and one of the, one of the questions that you asked dion is like uh like what is uh what's good in the faction and then what's overrated in the faction mm -hmm. I actually yep. got uh surprisingly one of my favorite ships uh, uh six point i6 wedge i have that as one of the overrated ones i would yeah. not touch that right now i i I get it. I get it, though. It's yeah. it's one of those where it's it's good at what it does. I think the question is you could probably get more efficiency out of other pieces, right? Not only can you get more efficiency out of other pieces, I think the the new value that you got at I-5 from all of the different options from Wes, Corrin, um, and um, Wes, Corrin, you still have Thane, and, and you know there's there's just a lot of i5 Tyco. There's the, there's a lot of i5 options that uh, make that additional point on Wedge, or actually Wedge himself, <laughs> you know Battle mm. of the Ivan Wedge, that makes put paying that extra one point for Wedge just not worthwhile. Um, anyway, a lot of reasons. Very close. Um, I'll tell you right now, my ranking between the Resistance and the Rebels is exactly the same. And I'm also putting a B on it. Also putting a B. I'm uh, putting it above only because it is more. It provides more variety, at least in my view. But it is not better than the resistance. It is equal to the resistance, just with more list archetypes. All right. I'm I, then. It looks like I'm coming out of left field then with my third. Uh, it feels like it at least a little bit, but we are getting towards the, you know, getting towards the middle. And my third one is the separatists Alliance. The separatists, I think they like, if the separatist Alliance was a person, I think they would constantly have a chip on their shoulder. They're like, why don't you notice me? Am I not good enough for you? Like they have, uh, 
I feel like they always overperform or tend historically to overperform versus their use in events. Like their their cut rate versus what's actually brought to the tournament, like it doesn't jive. It doesn't it doesn't match. Uh, they're usually overperforming, uh, and that's just because of how good uh, droids can be in the numbers. Uh, we got general. I mean, general grievous and friends essentially is what you end up having, and you're going to end up. Uh, at least okay uh, in most spots. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and give the Separatists uh, an A ranking. I still think, I still think it's, it's matching there uh, right now. But, uh, but right now, the, the Separatists just have a lot of pieces. I, looking at the Siege of Coruscant pilots, I don't... Th I don't think the Tri Fighters will end up, unfortunately, making it into the regular game successfully. I, I, I think they get close. I think people will try, but I think in the end, those vultures, the value of numbers, will will a lot of the times make it so that they, uh, they they get pushed out just a little bit. But man, if somebody can figure out how to make at least maybe one tri fighter in a list be successful, I'd love to see it because they are super fun to fly. I will tell you that. <laughs> Why you try, try, try again? That's right. I, we just don't have the answer yet. Don't have the answer. Oh, it's it's the, the pick the ones that are I five. <laughs> that's, that's the answer. Go 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 go. All right. Now we've gotten into uh, into the the next kind of rung. This is the middle faction. Middle faction. Now, mind you, I'm still sticking. I'm still holding on to the A tier. You guys have already gone down to B. Um, and I'll go first this time because I haven't gone first yet. And I'm going to go ahead. And this is where I'm going to go ahead and grab the resistance. And the resistance is here for a lot of the same reasons I said the Rebels were really good. I just personally think that the Rebels do it better. Now, part of this, part of my bias is that right now I am not as familiar with the newer resistance pieces. I haven't had a chance to really see them on the table, see how they're performing. Uh, I'm excited to see what the possibilities are. Um, the A-Wings coming down in price means that they could perform. Um, but I still think that uh that this is and that i i might, might i might when you guys get to the end of the list you might think that i i'm copping out on my list i still think this is an a tier like i feel like there's this like empire and then there's like this is all really good and i'm gonna end up with a single b tier one only one at the end uh and without a c and without a d previews there you know there's a lot more letters in the alphabet right there are there's so many <laughs> there's so many letters and i refuse to use them there's four in your name alone Come on. <laughs> but yeah um for, for all the reasons that, that you guys already said that the resistance does have more options now i just think that those three uh are better right now all right um uh, marcel your go. What's what's next on your list? Uh, well, I already gave it. It's uh, the resistance, um, and that is also a B. And I just I just happen to think the resistance is just just um, kind of goes uh, almost blow for blow with with, with the rebel, um, slightly a little bit less. But mm -hmm. then you have a couple outliers that that bring them above 
Um, I think the Rebels have more variety, but then when you when you get into uh, Ray itself, like the the Ray ship just is is just so ridiculously good. Um, Poe and the YT uh, thirteen hundred is actually a, a very it's a better ship than I thought it would be. I've used it a couple times. Um, I wasn't sold on it on paper, but when I put it on on the board, just being able to ignore rocks. Uh, and being able to just do a, do a lot of different things, it's 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 very it stays alive a whole very long, and it, and it puts out a decent amount of damage, especially with Ray Gunner. And I think that's another thing that whether you're either either you're using Ray uh, ship or Ray Gunner in your list, the Ray is just amazing. Um, another, uh, I already mentioned the. The Finn BB-8 combo. Ryan already talked about Lulo, Zay uh, Versio, and um, just some of the other salad options that you know, options to do like salads. Mm -hmm. I think the Y wings suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's, so, it's, it's so funny how they went from you know carrying the faction to to they suck now. Um, I think that that, that little the, the middle ground means we just need at least one three point Y wing that's allowed to exist. I'd something, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's not a single Y wing that I would put in my in my squad right now. Uh, I've only and, considered Lega with barrage rockets, wartime, and marksmanship, but that was before Lulo, Tally, and Zay were all four points as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I think another ship that i don't know if it's overrated because i don't think anybody would use it it has an amazing ability it's just one point too high which is the yt lando um if it was a seven pointer i think it wouldn't be overpowered at seven points it would still be a viable ship to take at eight points it's, it's just it, it suffers from the uh scum mall effect you know mall at nine garbage mall at eight i'll fly it mm -hmm. um yeah so it's um it's neck and neck, so I'm I'm giving it a B. Yeah, I 100% agree with the Lando talk with it being eight. Uh, it's one point too much. It's the same cost as Ray. Ray's gonna get her points back every day. Or well, not every day it can happen. Most sure. days. I mean, when 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 you go with Lando versus Ray, Ray's more Straight consistently up, yeah. gonna but get. It. Obviously, people will say then, hey, Lando's meant to also help other people. Okay, <laughs> but I can almost say Lando's likely to die every game. Mm -hmm. This it, it this isn't a Rebel Falcon. This is a Resistance Falcon. It's generally cheaper and not as good for a reason. Stat line: some of the actions are red that used to be white. Doesn't have two extra shields. Not as good of a dial. So I'm not there to just give my opponent eight points if my alpha or whatever I put together doesn't follow through. Mm -hmm. So what is your fourth ranked faction, Ryan? Back to my notes. Uh, this is where I put the separatists. My four rank. Um, 
I think they have a lot of strong, uh, obviously strong pieces. Grievous for five points, extreme value. Django still at eight. Um, Notorious a little more expensive now, so his loadout's a little changed depending on what you want, but you can get most of what you want on that ship. Um, I think Dirge is is, is pretty good. Um, I-5 with those focus repositions, or even evade repositions, Dead to rights at I-5 is scary. You put something in bullseye, it cannot spend green tokens defensively. Um, doesn't mean you can't spend, like, stuff can still spend force, not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But Dirge, and Dirge only being at four points, right? If you just take HLC Ion Cannon, say, this is my four-point I-5 ship that uh, you don't want to be the bullseye at all. Super scary. Um, and has the chance to come back from the dead with his ability um 13 out of the 33 damage deck cards will proc from his ability which when you would die you would spend his one charge that he has he can only use it once you flip up all your damage cards and any of them that are pilot or direct hit get discarded and you flip them all face down and if he's doesn't have as much damage cards as his health, he's still alive. <laughs> so if you got damage card chucking, not only on Pervian Plating from Grievous, but also Dirge, and then you have something like Dooku at now I-5 SOC around, those are all pretty... They, like, their health is not immediate means to, like, oh, this is going to die in X amount of turns. There's some... There's some play into whether it's damage card uh, discarding between Grievous and Dirge, or Dooku with his ability messing with stuff. More likely, offensively, he's meant to, he's he's like a he's like a, a the the Yavin Vader, except you probably expect Dooku to die. But what Empire doesn't have that Separatist does is Grievous, who's on the flank and ridiculously scary in that position. So if you focus that hard on Dooku or a fire spray it's Django too um, you got Grievous who's going to eat you up on the flank so there's a lot of things that similar to Empire garner your attention it's not as deep of a faction I actually think now that there's so many four point things that are valuable in Separatists being Dirge Volandas Tri-Fighter the Flak Tri-Fighters I rarely put Vultures in my list now I'd rather have those four point ships than Vultures because it used to be when you left with four, it's like, well, I'm taking two vultures. Because the four point slots for a separatist were terrible. Right. Now you have some seriously good options at four points, um, and I, I think that that actually opens up a lot of archetypes in the separatist faction that weren't there before. Usually, it was here's a lot of here's a lot of dudes with maybe one or two like named or more important characters, or here's about four-ish important characters or three-ish important characters and one little droid because I'm a filler, right? Right. We never had that middle ground, like, five ship, everyone has some some close to amount of value with each other. Usually it was a top end and a low end mixed together. So I think it's hard to quantify how much this increases Separatist chances in being highly competitive. I know you mentioned Dion. They've always been on a high win rate by mm-hmm. comparison to their popularity. They're just not a popular faction. People who play them are seasoned with them. Yeah. 
but as the faction is itself with, with the tools that are there you give those same people more tools I, I know when it's more success when I when I see some when I see somebody set down separatists across from me I go ah this person's practiced more than I have is the very first thing very first thing that I think <laughs> Um, and they are B tier. All right. Yep. You you took the question right out. There it is. All right. B tier. Marcel, where are we going next? What is your fifth rank faction? Oh, God. Now we're starting to count. You didn't tell me there was going to be math in this. Oh, yeah. This is where the fun begins. Um, I think this is where I'm going to... I mean, I think we've already started to separate here, but I think this is where we're truly going to separate. I actually have scum number five what okay yeah so that means separatist and first order are further down all right that's uh why so i have scum but there's a big (laughs) why um it is there Uh uh-huh because canaan exists fair that is why it's there. It's better That's than. Oh, here I can better. I can fix it. Give me one second. I'll fix it. Yeah, it is better than First Order. It is better than Separatist because it has Canaan, and it has uh, also, um, uh, what's his, what's the other one? Gamut Key with Gleb, and it has Boba Fett. But Boba there, Fett I, I, cannot I, do it alone. I, I, I fixed it. I fixed it. That's basically <laughs> it. That's why it is there. You uh, make Kanan not the same. You don't even have to change her ability. You just reduce the loadout so she doesn't have uh, Maul anymore or a way to regen the force. And this faction drops down to AC in a heartbeat. Um, maybe even a C- minus or D. I mean, it's, it's really... The, the faction itself has zero variety. It just... Um, and I, yeah, I'm trying to think how, how many different ways can you load out a uh, successful uh, scum squads right now. Mm-hmm. And without, if you're not using Kanan in your in your squad, whatever, you don't even have to have heavy hitters. You can be doing. Um, personally, I've been flying. I was telling Ryan uh, during the show. I've been flying uh, Bosk, um, She, Doctor, Doctor She. Mm-hmm. Um, they told me not to say Dr. He because I uh, get in trouble. <laughs> uh, so Dr. Afra, uh, Bosk, uh, Kanan, and uh, Gamut Key. And without either of those two Hawks, that's just garbage. But that's a seven-pointer and a six-pointer. There's so many things that you can do with those seven and six points, uh, whether it's uh, keep you know go up to Bosk and then lower it down to a to a five point support ship, or go with one of the fire sprays, go with one of the uh, gauntlets, uh, mix and match different ones. You got Q90. There's a lot of options that you can that you can throw on there to make a very viable list. Um, gauntlet with little commandos rolling around, um, but all of it begins and ends with the hawk. No hawk, no faction. And I'll give it again. It's it's a B. Only uh, it's a B only because actually a B minus. I won't oh, make it minus. B it, minus. It is, All right. Yeah. It, it it is not rebel and resistance. 
it is a B minus, but it's still, it's the Hawk will still win tournaments. There will be ma uh, major tournaments won by Hawks. And now, and, and people will say, oh, Boss, I mean, not Boss, uh, oh, Bubble Fat won. No. Can't anymore. <laughs> On the on the arms of uh, uh, of the, on the arms of uh, of Kanan, right? Kanan, take the wheel. <laughs> Telling you. All right. So for my, for myself, the uh, the next level down is uh, is what for a long time was on top, and that for me is the first order. Um, first order still very good it's still a take five pieces almost any five and you're gonna be fine uh, a lot of the times i think the biggest thing that has dropped it down is the fact that you can't do the same exact bomber shenanigans as you did previously with the current point changes and loadout changes um i really do think that those bombers really did have a meta warping effect because of how good they were um, because you had two of them as well you could still have one that does most of the job um but being able to go down to one uh, means you have space for another piece that can deliver. Uh, I think out of all the factions, when it comes to objective um, objective scenario like balance, I think First Order is the most balanced out of all of them. Where it almost any you can assign almost any piece to be like all right your job is going to be to go get the objectives because it makes sense right now and a lot of times you can still recover depending on the list but um you know i'm not going to be surprised if we see still uh, the first order do really really well and and be consistent you still have uh people are getting better at flying tie whispers that are not named kylo ren uh you're starting to see whirlwind show up a little bit of course kylo is still good and um and the, the tie fo fighters uh are great i think one thing that will hurt though is that a lot of players who um i'm now i'm going off of now not just playing wise but like um a lot of people who like the empire just because of fluff usually like the first order because they're in lineage with each other so you might have a lot of players jump ship off of first order to get to the empire because they uh not the exact same play style but a very similar play style uh but i still think again i still think it's a tier I know, I know. I'm an, I, I'm grading on a curve? Question mark. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Ryan? I don't know. That's not much of a curve. That looks more like you're grading on a plank. True. <laughs> Ryan. So next, I also have the first order. Um, I think you you kind of hit it very well with besides the last, I'll say season. Mm -hmm. um, the first order has probably been the most balanced faction. They've always kind of just been in the middle. They've had some good top end lists, but a lot of their pieces had value to use. Like um, there are plenty. Like there's at least three pilots on the silent silencer chassis. I'd, I'd want to consider flying. There's at least three whisper chassis. There's, there's plenty of the tie fo. There's a couple of the tie sf. There's one or two in the tie ba. But they, there's I can look at all chassis and give you a reason that I would take them potentially. Some mm -hmm. maybe a little more than others, but there's nothing where I would say, if I go to this and I say, 
yeah, I, I could find a pilot. I could take in any chassis in this entire faction. But they're not that high on the top end. So they're they're kind of people equate the, the jack of all trades or the middle ground. Mm-hmm. They they can do a lot of stuff well. They don't do anything great or extraordinary. I mean, I will say Kylo is still very extraordinary in the silencer, that's for sure. Uh extreme maneuvers is still insane on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why he's seven points though. But um the Hot Shots and Aces pack definitely gave First Order a lot of tools of, of extra things. Here's Scorch 2 in DT. Um, here's Gaelic and I-5 Tyafo who can take an Ion Cannon. So it just gets a three-dice attack, but also has a pseudo here's a discipline type of squad leader effect to coordinate friends when other friends die. But we know how good discipline has been in the past. People are starting to see a little more what Hopeful can do on the Yavin X-Wings and Y-Wings to a degree. We'll see X-Wings. Um, we know Kylo Whisper had been picked up. Um, and the Zai shuttle, people are, you know, to some degree have either calmed down a little bit or still fearing tyranny. It's out there. It's a thing. You need to be aware of what it does. But I think you could still beat it. It's fine. Um, and... You're right. I think it's predominantly a five-ship faction. There's, I don't think there's a lot of four-ships that I like in it. And I guess it can make some sixes with bringing in a lot of typhos with predominantly three-dice attacks, but I think it lands in the five territory. And, but it makes so many variations of five. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, so I have them at one, two, three, five. Or five, right? Yep. B as well. All right. Well, Ryan, I'll go ahead and give you the first the first crack at your at your next one as well. Doubling up. Double Number double. Six is the Rebel Alliance. Now, I have put the Rebels the lowest. So yes, they have a lot more tool, a lot more new pilots and potential tools to use. Like Marcel mentioned, more variety in that aspect, but I think they still don't have variety in what they actually do, which is predominantly joust, just in different ways. Which X-wing, which value of X-wing, what ability does it have? It's still an X-wing. It still goes generally at your opponent. It's only flanking if your opponent wants to look at a different X-Wing somewhere else on the board. Um, The A-Wings, yes, they have some speed. Tycho can flank, but he doesn't need to to do what he can do right now. Just provide double modded attacks by utilizing composure with his ability. Um, The Rebels do have a lot of good three-point options. Um, None of them really add to the damage race, though. It's all utility. You got Ezra in the tie with K2SO. You got Kraken, who can give you some more information on actions in the engagement phase. You have Keo, who's a valuable A-Wing that has weird maneuvering, but can get in really good spots for objectives or even just positioning for using concussion missiles. Um, I feel like I missed... Oh, yeah, Arvel, Derek, 
other A-Wings too. Um, and they have better, some other good four-point options now. But I think what, what they lack is that feature piece, the, the real anchor of the whole faction to say, like, they don't have a 7B Anakin. They don't have a Kylo Silencer. They don't have a Vader to say, here's my top end piece that I can rely on every game to accomplish X things or survive X amount of turns or do X amount of damage. That's where I, I, I kind of fall back on the Rebels a bit. And this is why they're lower. They don't have the superstar that the other factions do to reliably accomplish what a seven point, a six point, don't think there's many eight points that people could oh ray sure some eight mm -hmm. points um that all the other factions rely on to a degree not that all the other factions have to take those ships but they are highly valued for a reason the closest thing to a highly valued ship in rebel to me is luke at six it was good he's gonna kill stuff and do some damage pretty well but he can still die pretty easily Fly, I'm, I'm sorry. Easier fly. than most other sixes that are in high contention right now. Not easily. I was gonna say fly the the Battle of Yavin Han a couple times and see if you have that same opinion. I actually think that is a much worse ship than you give it credit for. But it's, I haven't played as much, but I've outsourced that playtime to other people who have more time than I do right now. <laughs> um, I, I don't believe... My problem with that Han is... It doesn't seem doesn't as consistent. Do, he doesn't do anything extraordinary. His ability is requiring you to do damage to stuff when if you're trying to do damage to particular targets, he's shooting first, which is kind of a detriment when everything's tokened up at that point. Um, I just think there are better ways to engineer what are the special tricks he can do with other pieces in the faction, such as Kraken, right? For three points, you can get an engagement coordinate, essentially. Um, and I just think the rebel identity of, I'm going to kill you fast with jousting and some sort of potential alpha, um, maybe be a little bit more health point durable less agility durable but i think just other factions do that better because they don't have that feature superstar fair and what grade are but you I gonna still get think there a b still the, <laughs> all all that hey still gonna be still gonna be yeah I only brought up a lot more of the negatives because you guys already went over the rebels and they're yeah. positive. So I wanted to more talk about why they're lower for me, but I still think they're in this mud of B tier. Right. <laughs> I, I still think they, they got pieces that, that they can win stuff. I, a lot of these factions can still win events. I don't think there's any faction that can't right now. It's just how much of the faction can contribute to being a competitive list mm -hmm. or in the rebels case, can they find those pieces to bring together? We don't know. We'll have to find out. What will the future hold? Uh, one thing that the future does hold on my list is the Republic. Now, hear me out. Hear me out. Um, my, again, my biggest thing with the Republic is I know 
I'm I my ranking here comes from I understand that they can be honestly probably the best. They can be on par with Empire. But what I have seen is a bit of a gap in play with the Republic. There are the players who understand that a lot of the times the Republic like you got to know when to not just joust people with your Ada twos and you, you know what you know what you know what i'm saying though right there are people who are like i don't understand why i lost these ada twos are terrible right but it's like I mean, they to their defense they haven't had the coruscant ada twos for that long truth truth which maybe maybe they will make the difference maybe that will end up being the difference but like my my ranking here has nothing to do with where the um where the ceiling is for the republic it's more where the floor is and i think the floor can be very low because i think you need to bring the jedi i do think you need to bring at least two um and if you don't utilize them well while they're on the field and you you end up with like just the hawk at the end of the game you're likely going to lose Right, so that's my my thing is I think they are a harder faction to play. So I think their overall ranking when we get by the time we get to something like worlds may end up being lower. Um, but at the same time, in the same breath, I will say that the Republic could end up winning everything. They have the capability and tools to do that, and that's why it's also an A tier. <laughs> This feels like such a cop out. <laughs> it's not a cop like, out. is good. Everything else is just. The I same. didn't say it's bad. It's A. I mean, you know, I wasn't far off different from like here's Empire than everyone else, but I thought about I think Republic deserved to be A. I almost did S B B B B B B B B B B B. All right. All right. Well, Marcel, uh, you're you're next here on the sixth the sixth level here. Yeah, and this is, uh, and my last two are um, also kind of swap around a little bit, but um, I'm going to go with the First Order. I originally was going to think Separatist, um, but yeah, I mean, the First Order just, just has more, 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 more tools. Um, the FOs, uh, specifically the three FOs being um, the I-5 one, what is it, Malrus? Maurus and um, Scorch and Scorch Light. They, I mean, they're just really good. That's that's a, it's a really solid nine points. Or is it nine? Three, three, three. I think nine points. Yeah, it's a really solid nine points. You still have um, Quick Draw. Can't forget about Quick Draw. And, you, and especially Quick Draw with, um, uh, is it Phasma, the one that gives the, the, the damage out? Uh, that combo's been seen, you know, has seen a lot of success. You still have the 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 bombers available. Um, one bomber that's 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 still plenty enough to to get your your electroshaft missiles where they need to be. And then um, the the whispers, or even the whisper spam, like five five whispers with with pro five proton rocket whispers, they're still actually pretty solid. You have five jamming ships that are gonna throw five dice at you at some point. 
um, and are not easy to kill, especially if you're unmodded because you're you're jammed all over the place. Um, and this is actually this is very hard for me, gentlemen. I hope you understand this. This is very, very difficult for me. I'm sorry. my existence. Yes. But I am going to um, take that and slide it up above the scum. Oh, my goodness. So you're, 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 you're having a change of heart. You talked yourself yeah, out of it. Uh, well, you guys, you guys kind of more than me talked myself out of it. Is you guys talked me out of uh, talked me into it more than we were convincing yeah. hey. without even knowing it. <laughs> so I will put them as a B as a B. That's why I'm moving them up over the scum. Uh huh. Just a general B instead of a B minus. Uh, because they do have. I was a little hard on them. I I was looking at my at my notes and I was like, oh, I have way more positives than negatives. I mean, they they have a lot of nice things that they can do, and they can't compete with the rebels in the resistance. And uh, you know, in, in punchiness or in um, just general value for for the points that you spend, especially with the typhos. That shield on those typhos is—I mean, it's it's gold. That that that's a difference maker right there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bump them up, and Canaan uh, can, the 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 cannon Canaan faction is going to go down to six all right well marcel i'll let you go ahead go back to back here so that means that your uh bottom tier will end up being separatists that is correct and i i i mean i get you can throw there there's some variety you could throw a bunch of um droids on there you can droids on there um you know uh Isofane's probably gonna be a little upset at this, and you're like, like, what? You're gonna call, you're gonna call you out tomorrow. You know he is. Uh, yeah, he's, you know, he, yeah, he wants something with it. And (laughs) Django's still amazing. Uh, General Grievous is still amazing. Dirge is is pretty pretty darn good. Um, and all the droids and like the Discord missiles. There's there's a lot of fun stuff that you can do with them. Uh, even the gauntlet is a previous is, is pretty good um i think the uh the new what is it called the the new uh mall is it mall no the new uh count Dooku okay yeah is a, is a is a hot pile of uh f uh yeah he, fudge he, he's junk tier no j junk tier <laughs> and uh i'm I'm not a big fan of the siege of coruscant um struts i think you give up a lot by not having independent calculations plus not having uh the ability to park yourself on a rock you can ignore rocks uh they become kind of like the um the stump ties mm-hmm. uh instead of you know what really separates them being able to park on on rocks i think that hurts them a lot well the big difference too is you actually have to move all the way through the obstacles in not order just to get rocks, the action yeah out mm-hmm. debris and rocks, but you actually have to end your move on the other only end past them for it to allow you to continue doing it's it's a do. different way of moving compared to what they used to it's a worse way of moving 
significantly worse. Fair. Being able to park there and saying, like, this is going to be my spot. I'm going to be shooting, and I'm going to be doing all the fun stuff. And now, mind you, they still have all of those ships that were able to do that available to them. I'm just saying that the Siege of Coruscant, when it comes to droids, did not bring a whole lot of value. But you still carry that same value from the ships that Isohane won with, you know, recently. So it's it's um, so I'm gonna put this one as well as a B minus. It, it'll be it's it's kind of um, yeah. It, it's not it's not bad enough to to, to call it a AC. Mm -hmm. It's it's still in that in that uh, can win tournaments. Um, it, it's not that far off of. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm really, yeah, I can't, I'm trying to figure out if I can put it in a C, but it's just, it, it's got enough toys to not be a C. So I'm going to keep that at B minus. So, uh, and I think that there's a, there's a lot of distinction. So the mm -hmm. Empire, number one, Republic, very close, very, very close second. Rebel Resistance, First Order, that's, uh, right here in the middle and then scum and uh separatist at the bottom oh baby <laughs> all right so i'm gonna go ahead while while alara who i got past here um is quiet i'm gonna give my my uh, my bottom one my bottom one same as ryan's gonna end up being scum now the reason is you know this is of course in um in opposition of Cam Murray just destroying everybody with essentially Kanan Boba uh, plus other thing lately. The the latest flavor being Rook cast in the um, in the in the gauntlet. Uh, but for me, when it comes to oh, one second, Ryan, continue. Why is Ryan? Why is scum in the bottom for you? So, yeah, I assume Dion's kind of alluding to is we have one known quantity in Scum. It's Kanan Hawk with Boba plus Thing. And that Thing, being Kashka Frost or Rook Cast, is where the commonality right now is being the main top list which can perform really well as shown by cam murray and a few others in events uh both in the prior points and these points um i think the issue is after that you go uh what now um, right it's it's a what else what somebody put it in the chat earlier you a faction is currently really sitting on one piece but the, the problem is it doesn't really feel like a faction anymore that's why like my my grade it's it's a list right my my grade my grade for for scum is bs um <laughs> okay that's my for for two reasons b is because i think the rest of the faction just kind of sits below everything else and s realizing that uh that they have s pieces they can make an s tier list and s tier list there it is that 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 that's my ranking and that I mean, can be interpreted interpreted a very different way <laughs> listen I hey, didn't say Kanan is full of BS. I'll say <laughs> mine was intentional. <laughs> I don't have to point out the joke. I don't got to explain the joke. 
<laughs> um, so I, on, on the flip side, though, in terms of like stuff that maybe could be things that are featured in lists for scum in the future, um, you have four point fang back. Sure, it's I3. It could shoot twice, maybe. It's a real ability. Shooting more than once. I mean, we saw what that... I mean, granted, it was an I-5 ship, but Ubel, Flight Leader Ubel, showing up at PAX in the Empire, mm-hmm. shooting twice, once at I-5, which is when it engages, and whenever else it wants to trigger its ability. For fun is granted uh, I-3. Four costs, not five. Is a fang. Um but also is a little more difficult to trigger. Granted, you are lower initiative, so you're more likely to do finishing blows with your lower initiative ship sometimes. Um, I think uh, Boss kind of took a backseat in the last season. This one, there's a lot of valuable four health ships flying around. I really don't want one damage turning into two. Uh, a la the TIE Fighters who are featured with four hull, your A-Wings that are starting to be more pro- predominant with RZ-2s or RZ-1s. So uh, maybe Boss makes him another play. He's really hard to kill in one round. A lot of things are vying on their ability to initiative kill. Um, and you can shoot twice because you have Zam crew probably, uh, which is... Mm-hmm. But I-, I think without seeing more... Uh, scumless that have actually brought it together, made something that can show up and win events or highly place and and or on a consistent uh, manner, which obviously we'll see as time will tell. Um, I don't know if I believe in anything in scum other than Boba Kanan thing. It's a list faction. Um, but because that list is so good, still a B tier. Yep. And there we go. So that's our final, our final rankings here. Now, if, of course, anytime I I post something in our discord, I'm like, Hey, give me your opinion. There's always somebody who's like, but what's the criteria? And while I get it, I mean, essentially anybody this we're we're just guessing in the end we're just guessing right and we're giving it's it's a it's kind of a a gun to your head moment it's like choose now a ranking uh it's hard it's hard which is why i mean you could see obviously mine i got five out of the seven in the middle um but i will say that honestly when it comes to somebody were to ask me you know um to to place a bet on what faction ends up making final what two factions make final table at world is really hard to answer that question because there are pieces in all of them and we have a lot of unknowns going into uh, going into the unco- the upcoming season and uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what ends up shaking out through uh, through Kyber team and the sector series and any in person events that end up happening uh, because that meta especially the online metas tend to evolve pretty quickly and react to each other because normally those are the people who are the most engaged um and we kind of see those uh those reactions show up a little bit later uh in person but i mean i uh i'm gonna throw out the question anyway um you know we all put empire at s 
we're gonna here 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 we go i'll ask this uh three separate questions that are very related what give me one faction that will be on final table for the world championships is it, is it empire do we just is republic. empire just a city you're calling republic i can't argue with you i said that the floor is really low but the ceiling can be quite high when somebody plays it well right And I, and I I don't know I don't even know how to answer my own question. It's it's it's, it's a. Uh, I'm gonna say along with Empire being likely the strongest faction, it's also one of the most popular factions. So by sheer numbers alone, its odds of being at the final table are pretty high. Mm -hmm. Like the easy way out on that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and say same same here. Like I I think most likely Empire. Uh, makes an impact but i feel man there has been so many years where what what we thought was the top thing going into it ends up doing well in the tournament but doesn't end up winning it there's yeah. there's a, there's a, a flavor a twist that ends up uh ends up happening yeah if, no, if nothing else gets released and there's no more point changes i think the people that that are considering republic or the people that are flying empire um or knowing that empire is going to be out there in, in mass are going to build to kind of take on it mm -hmm. uh, because you can either build i agree that empire is going to be the most saturated uh because it is the most saturated it's going to be the most explored and it's going to be the most solved you can mm. say well, that's uh, that's a good that's a good word that's a good word it, i like that it'll it'll have the you know more people will fly to all the good stuff will will will, will come you know rise to the top and be noticeable and people who want to stand out and just not be um well i'm going to fly the exact same thing i'm just going to fly it better than you mm. will find some some outlier to be able to to kind of beat that and also compete against the rest of the field and i think that's um the republic has that upside more than any other faction fair i will say even though um you like you you liked uh using the word solved or at least you you liked what marcel mm -hmm. is using of it I personally don't think anything will be near solved by worlds because we just got all this new stuff. We just got some minor points adjustments to like the RZ2s. And we have three and a half months. That's it. <laughs> we have only LVO. And I guess you, I mean, count packs too, but uh, that was like literally weekend of release. So a big chaos. Who knows? Throw, throw things up. Um, Solved, I, I, just to be clear, solved is not a an end state. It's it's relative to everything else. So it's, relative it's be to a everything more, else, it's going to be more be developed than yes. all the other ones. Like you will but know, I, I think that's farther loaded. Very, I think it's very tip of the iceberg in whatever this meta is going to be. Like what what happens at Worlds is not going to be a dictator of a culmination of stuff. It's more going to be us starting point to be honest because we're we're in the prologue right now we're gonna <laughs> hit like call to action at worlds basically in the story of this yeah i mean because even you know there's i'm, I'm thinking what 
not, I'm not too familiar with the European schedule, but in in the United States, we have the Las Vegas Open in. Do you know of any other world qualifiers happening after the Las Vegas Open? I'm just opening up the AMG page right now of the year events. So if you just search for Atomic Mass Games events, it was actually mm-hmm. the first link. So good job, Google. Good job, AMG. Um, LVO. That's it. Okay. Yeah. So because it, it it goes from Poland's uh, X Wing event that was during Thanksgiving weekend mm-hmm. to skips all of December into the end of January with Las Vegas Open. Now maybe something gets added a little bit later to their list of actual qualifiers. So we've seen it happen. They've added stuff. I mean, events have been probably set up for more than the amount of time that they were labeled qualifiers right so you get something that an event was a year planned in advance but it just got named a qualifier a month or two prior so right that could still happen but the closer we get to worlds the less likely it's gonna yeah i mean the end of january seems i'm just thinking like business wise for like getting flights and all that for the winners seems to make sense to be a cutoff um but yeah i mean las vegas open being called the world qualifier late you know really as of the last couple weeks uh that being that being um you know rubber stamped so um I'm excited to see what ends up coming of it all and uh i think the interesting thing as well is you know over the last couple years, we've talked a lot about online X-Wing, but competitively, you still really do have this divide of there are people who pay attention to all X-Wing that exists. There are people who play only you know, in their store and they don't pay attention to online things. They don't look at the podcast. They don't look at MetaWing, uh, and they still show up and play well. You know, that 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 factor, uh, I think, is going to end up helping the Wild West feel that I think worlds will end up being. I think Las Vegas will give a slight. uh, What's it's going to influence the meta, you know, just a bit. But uh, being still two months out means that there's there's enough time for evolution. And uh, I I really think for people who pay attention to online play uh the kyber team series and the sector series are going to be two things that a lot of people have their eyes on um as to what could end up being good even though you know kyber this year is a is a team event there's still a lot of information to be gained there um yeah i'm i'm excited i'm, I'm excited to see what ends up coming uh coming of everything i guess to slightly expand a bit on what Dion means by like why it really separates a team event versus a normal event. It's because in team events, there's generally a, a pairing format system mm-hmm. and your list building can be highly uh, uh, influenced by that. Yep. You can take lists that normally may have to deal with a hard counter in Swiss that you don't have to worry about as much anymore because you can set up your pairings to try and make sure that doesn't happen against your opponents. Now it's only teams of three, so you don't have a deep roster to work with, potentially. Um, I guess I haven't fully looked at the list building and faction bringing rules of the teams of three, but uh, that type of format definitely influences how you build your list in which you 
can and can't bring when you consider versus a regular complete Swiss when you're just bringing a single list for yourself. All right. Well, with that, um, I mean, that's that's our topic for today. We have our final rankings. I, Dion, set it out. We got Republic, Rebels, Separatists, Resistance, First Order, Republic, and then Scum. Marcel, give me your... Um, your final ranking? So we've got Empire, Republic, Rebel Resistance, First Order, Scum, and uh, Separatist. Right? And for me, you have Empire, Republic, Resistance, Separatist, First Order, Rebel, and Scum. And I want, before we go, I want to leave us with one question. We stayed within a three-letter range for our rankings when it came to the grades. Is X-Wing currently balanced? It depends on how you define balanced. And that's, that's, that's I mean, the discussion, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's balanced in that every faction has a potential to win. Uh, especially because there are multiple ways of winning where a, a faction that may not be as good at jousting or, or dogfighting may have an alternative route to victory in some of those matches. Mm -hmm. um, so, yes, in that regard, there is uh, more, more, more balance. Uh, only There's more balance because there's more noise, I would say. But there's still a deep separation of of like just ships being good and you can tell like night and day which ships are good in the old way of thinking especially but but there's um the the yeah anyway that that it's a big conversation but that's that's mm -hmm. my view of it right a uh, good whole bunch of i don't know man it's too <laughs> early <laughs> like to be real as i mentioned it's uh definitely to me way too early to tell um it's a balance to only have i just so if we're just looking at the context of how we feel right tiers right now is it balanced that one faction is seemingly you know depending on how you feel your separation from a to s tier is heads and tails above most of the others maybe, i don't know maybe <laughs> does it feel right if a majority of the whole game's factions are on the same playing field, but that playing field, depending on how far away B and S and A is from each other, like, you know, the, the separation of the tiers may determine really how fair or balanced it feels. Mm -hmm. I, I will say that there is a list in each faction that can compete and beat whatever the best S, at least that we've seen or that I've seen, the best S tier um, or the best Empire list. There is a list in every faction that can compete and beat the the best Empire list, especially once you start throwing into the mix the, you know, which objective gets rolled as um, in the matchup. Uh, that and that's that's a good point. It's that definition of what will the uh, what what do you define as being balanced? And I would agree, Marcel. Right now, there is a list in every faction that uh, that can be played, and that you you need to be scared of. You need to think about at least a little bit going into a tournament. 
Well, my friends, um, we are going to go ahead and call it for the night. My goal for this week um, is I'm hoping that I can get in a couple of games this week um, to be able to – I want to talk a little bit uh, more about more specifics when it comes to some of the new pilots, do some exploring there, uh, maybe build some lists, and uh, we will see you next week as we head into um, the the next – What let's see, when we come, it'll be the 19th. We'll be about a week and a half before Christmas. Uh, good stuff. All right. Any shout outs or anything, Marcel, Ryan, before we head out? Uh, no, just uh, hope everyone is having a good time, staying healthy, staying uh, warm if you're somewhere that's not warm, staying cool if you're somewhere that's hot. Right? Nothing particular. I echo Marcel's sentiments. All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Be smart. Be safe. Uh, stay warm if you're in a cold climate. And uh, if you're in a warm climate, that's cool. <laughs> Go squadron. Out.